If you're just playing for the money now, take that 500, right? Steal it because that's the best you can get. That's so lucky. Like you're playing in the moment. You'll know what five years is from now. Screw five years. I, I get 500 bucks. I'm keeping it. But if you're thinking the big picture, you're going to say, I'm better than this. I don't need this 500 because I'm going to make my own money. I'm going to build my own business. I'm going to build my own lash empire and I'm going to kill it. And I don't need to step on other people to get there. I can do it on my own. I'm smart. I'm capable. And I'm playing this game long. You're building something that's going to take time. Anything worthwhile takes time. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for, like, McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, onto our show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is LashCast. Your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is a broadcast by lash professionals and for lash professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey. Hey. Hello, my smart cookies. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. (laughs) Is that the Christmas poo? From uh, no, you always think of the Christmas poo. I do. I do the Christmas. No, I poo never from... think of the Christmas oh, poo. Happy New Year. Okay, do you guys know what we're talking about? It's the he. It's his favorite episode from South Park. South Park, yes. The Christmas. It's not poo. like we watch that show all the no, time. No, I have watched. We've always seen like that 10, like one years. episode, and he he thinks it's the most uh, hilarious the thing best. ever. Yeah, because it involves poo, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all that I think is funny in the world. Anyhow, so happy new year. Happy new year. Here we are in 2023. We're mm-hmm. recording this actually in 2022, but hopefully some of the things we'll be saying soon will make sense as far as announcements because I, I, we're recording this way in advance and hoping that, what? Who cares? They don't care. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And they're like, wait, Paul promised this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay. I recorded this two weeks Well, previous. if you don't care, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're going to talk about just a little anecdote. I like that word. Anecdote, yeah. And it's it's valuable in a couple of ways. It's valuable in it's a lesson to be wise so that it doesn't happen to you because it sucks. It's also... It sucks uh, for us because what happened? Yeah, but it could happen to you too. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. I'm just saying, don't, you know, like that one time we had friends who got ransom hacked. Basically oh, somebody yeah, hacked yeah, yeah. their software and they're like, give us $65,000 and they did. Yeah. Or 6500 I can't remember. $6,500. It, it was too much. But they needed their stuff back, right? Yeah. So It could be bad for you, bad for us. So what was, the, what was the second thought? The second thought is it also is an encouragement for you on how you can live your life. Yeah. Big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. So our mindset, the way you approach business. And, and then that. the third one is. Oh, third bonus. Yes, third bonus is it's, it, I think it's entertaining. Okay, it's- <laughs> and I have to do. I have to say, also, I didn't know about this. I, she so just found out a few minutes ago. Came clean to me. I'm like thinking to myself, hmm, 
Yeah. What's Paul doing with our money? <laughs> yes. Do with money. That's what. So I'll, I have a well, conclusion, a bonus conclusion that my smart cookies will love. Okay. So I'm going to tell that at Share the end. That at the end. Yes. Okay. Awesome. All right. So before we get into that, let's first get into announcements. All right, so what do we have coming up or what's going on? Well, right now from today, a few weeks from this episode airing, we will be in the U.K., we are excited because I've never been there. I think you, you've been there, I've right? I've never oh, been. Oh, in the UK. I've been to Ireland. Okay, you've been to Ireland. Well, I've never been anywhere across the pond. I've only gone to, over the Pacific. First time in Europe in any way whatsoever. We're only there for like four days. It's a quick trip because we're coming back in March, and that one will be a longer one. But for this one, we're excited because we're going to be speaking at the London Lash Conference. And so if you're going already – can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to see and if you. you're not, go to our show notes. Look for the link in the bio, or not in the bio, in our show notes, I should say. And a 10% off discount code is there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll save you some money, and you can come and hang out with us in London and with a bunch of other people. It's a great lineup with London Lash and all that. And really, really looking forward to it because it's going to be, well, it's going to be cold, but well, <laughs> it'll be fun. I want to go to the Tower of London. I want to go to the British Museum of um, History. I think it is the yeah, one with yeah. The- that one we'll probably do in March because that's oh. going to take too much time. That's I've been told it's it's huge. So oh. well, I thought you go see you know, in like London Bridge or something. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have no, we haven't even planned anything yet. Anyhow, we'll be there. Hopefully, you come see us. You buy your tickets. Hang out. We'd love to see you. And then we'll uh, go from there. Anyway, what else is going on? We also are looking for sponsors soon for LashCon. So if you missed out in 2022 and you saw all the cool stuff and you saw we sold our tickets already, and at least we did a short little well, quick sale, I should say. It's not the big sales coming in, I think, probably late February or early March. But at least you saw stuff. You saw photos and you're like, man, I want to be a part of it. Well, Right now, email me at paul at lashcast.com. Paul at lashcast.com. And I'll put you on our email list, and we'll be sending out sometime in January, probably mid to late January, we'll send out the little deck that will show you everything that we're doing, what it's all about, and what it will cost you. And the new location, guys, is insane. It is huge. It's like triple the size of what we used to have. Lots of room to grow. We have a giant haul just for our sponsors and our it's like a trade show it's like a real trade show and then we have all our classrooms and we have all these new cool upgrades we're gonna be doing it's gonna be so much fun and there's gonna be so much value and you don't want to miss it. it's really the once a year kind of reunion or homecoming for our lash industry everyone or anyone who's anyone is there it's a great place to network meet and so sponsors you don't want to miss out come and uh, reach out to us and we'll get you on our list and let's see what else oh Probably have not released this yet by the moment we're recording. Is, this is why I said this, because I don't know. There's a few things we're waiting for, and that is our Tustany's training, her classes. We have another big announcement. We're going to be teaming up with another big company, to actually a couple of big companies, to do some big things in the spring and summer. Can't wait to announce those, but uh, those will be coming soon, too. So, all right, let's get into... My anecdote, which is, I, I always feel like I'm intelligent when I use that word. Like, oh, let me share a small anecdote with you. You never say that word. That's not like a word that you ever say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's maybe why I feel it's so smart. It's like, oh, let me tell you a story. No, I'm going to tell you an anecdote. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's what happened. 
It's LashCon related. So this is the aftermath of LashCon, and I had to still pay people, and which is good. That's, I'm not saying that's not the bad problem, but there were some people I was having a hard time. Something I learned new, in case you guys didn't know this, there are limits to how much you can use Venmo and Zelle to pay people. I didn't know that until I started paying lots of people, and then all of a sudden Zelle said, nope, you're done, no more payments. Wait a minute, you mean... For a lifetime? No, no, just like in the 30-day period. Zelle, I believe, is $60,000. You can use Zelle to transfer funds between accounts or to other people up to 60 grand. After 60 grand, done, no more. You can't use Zelle until 30 days pass, and your account is allowed, again, to move cash around. So I, I, I well blew past that. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. What? I'm going to interject a bad attitude here. Why? When you Well, it's just for food for thought or, oh, okay, or devil's okay. advocate. Okay, right? sure. Well, the question is, you've exceeded $60,000 in payments. It must mean that you're holding out on people. Oh, are you, are you talking about last call? Like people are going to be mad that we're paying people? No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> no. <laughs> that we no. paid that much money out? Or? No, that's not what I mean either. No, I, I, don't I know guess what, what I'm trying about. to do is trying to have the bad attitude of, for example, when you're a salon owner and you say, this is the salaries that I'm paying yeah. my staff. And then people are like, hmm, well, that means that you, you kept afford- 50% of it. So yeah. you could afford to pay more. Yeah, yeah. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I So, like, get I'm just, the reason why, like, there's an internal flinching that happened when you'd said 60,000. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, I said to myself, why is that internal that flinching? Might be fl- by, by because that might be flinching. Because if we had said this when we had the salon, I know that we would get flack for saying, Wow, you if paid, you out, 60 paid grand? out 60 grand, what are you keeping from me? Yeah, yeah. And that's like kind of sad that that would be no, something painful. that my, my heart would feel. No, and I, for us, well, I'll just say this big number our budget for LashCon was $700,000. We spent 700 k to make LashCon happen. That was everything, including paying me, paying all our staff, paying rental, paying for everything. It was 700 k It was a big chunk of money for LashCon. LashCon is not cheap. And if you come, you know that. You've been there. You've seen it. You see that is, I think, it's huge. Just There's no other event that's like it in the lash industry. There's other conferences, I would say. You go IBS, those are big. But this is like the best of our worlds, I feel, personally. And what I'm getting feedback is what an amazing conference, great speakers, law engagement, lots. It's like a circus. At the same time, amazing amount of like trade show and value and and kick bonuses and fun things to do and then parties and networking and connections and all that all this stuff going on so yeah it costs a lot of money and that 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 cost me i had so in transition that money i did the 60 grand limit okay can we hold that thought because i i know we're going to get your anecdote but i'm still got yeah my my ignorant employee bad attitude hat on you're feeling a little hold on yes and i'm just doing this just to Pinch the bear or push the bear, right? Punch the bear. Why not? What's that expression called? I have no Why idea. Why are you pushing the bear? There pinch, is a- and pinch or fondle the bear? No, no, no. He says that. So like, Cuddle push the bear? The bear. Push are the you bear. pushing the bear, right? I, yeah, because he's going to wake up and get mad. Well, okay. So I'm thinking. I'm still got my bad attitude on or my okay. like the world is trying to cheat me attitude on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying you said the budget was 700000 That must mean that you're making – Millions of dollars. Millions no, of dollars. And now I'm going to think you're an awful person. Really? I think of other big names in our industry who make a heck of a lot more money than us, and everyone loves them. So I don't, it's not like we make millions off of this, not even close. I mean, I think this year we took most of our profit and put it back in the company. So we could have done the budget lower, like 650 
600,000 and had like a 10% profit margin at least or 15%. But we decided to do a lot of things to upgrade LashCon. So we bought equipment. We paid for Lash Sponge, which was a lot of money for our mascot, which we'll use every year, God willing. We buy equipment that we'll bring back next year. It's like kind of like what Amazon did when they first started. Amazon was like, we make no money. Well, that's because Amazon took all their profits and went in and expanded the infrastructure. And they kept spending money on the infrastructure. Like, for instance, the first two years of LashCon, I made zero dollars. I worked for 50-some weeks. Well, first year, not that much. Maybe 30 weeks, whatever it was, and made zero money. Second year was all online, again, made zero money. The goal is just to build the brand, to keep the ball rolling. I didn't get paid until the third year. And that year, I got paid McDonald's wages. I literally, probably below, I figured it out. It was probably like- Are we talking McDonald's manager or McDonald's employee? Uh, like employee, like but line worse, cook. worse. I made like probably three bucks an hour. You mean the person who's doing the, taking the McFries order? Yeah, the McFries order. Yes, that's what they call them. So I made nothing. So I worked basically three years- Without no paycheck or very little in the third year. Now I'm being paid like a, a manager level, I feel like. I'm not being paid. McDonald's manager. Yeah, a little better than McDonald's. Maybe like a restaurant, a nice restaurant. Like manager. Panda Express? No, like a nice sit down restaurant, like a P- BJ's or whatever. Something like that. Like you know, Chili's? Chili's or something like, like Living that. the like, Life? Yeah, like the top GM or whatever, one of these places. I'm getting paid that. And so, still not amazing, not, not life-changing money. Not like I'm laughing at the bank, but still enough to feel like my time is worth it now. Well, should, we li- should anybody be listening to you since you're not a millionaire? No, no because- one should listen to me. <laughs> In fact, stop the podcast right now. Stop listening. No, I mean, the thing is... No, we're not millionaires doing this. We hope to be one day. We mm-hmm. think we will. We think we're building something that has value, That, but our goal is always to give value more than take. That's right. That always the focus is give, give, give. So if that appeals to you yeah. and you think that sounds good, then I encourage you to keep listening yeah. and keep following us because that's the kind of stuff we say Yeah, and encourage, encourage. So let's get back to okay. uh, the- Hopefully that, that completed that thought. Yes, there. it does complete the thought and I just had to get that on my system. Okay, so $60,000. Yeah. You paid $60,000 from Which is out of the a, budget. Not a lot when our budget is 700000 It's not even 10% of our budget, but I had to pay people. Most yes. of the stuff I paid before LashCon with yes. checks- but after LashCon, there were definitely a bunch of people who I did, like, or, you know, we reimburse all our speakers' travel. So we had to pay for that. We had to pay for, actually, I had to pay a lot of my AV and, and my video teams. They bill me after the fact when this, all their hours are in. And it's like, literally, I have to write 50 checks, all these individuals, all these people's different accounts, boom, 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 all that. So it adds up real fast. Even though each one's only 1000 2000 $500, whatever, before you know it, you've blown past 60 Anyhow. So what happens is I couldn't pay this person through Zelle, and then I couldn't pay through Venmo. And finally, after Lily, it was a month, more than a month after LashCon. This is what's sad. It took me forever. My last payment went out, I think, about five weeks after LashCon. And this person was very sweet, very patient. So thankful this person that I didn't text me going, where's my money? <laughs> they were like, they just knew that I'd get to it eventually. So I finally go to pay them, and... I go on to Venmo to pay them because Venmo is finally cleared up and I've already paid a bunch of other people. So I go to pay them and I don't, I don't know their exact, I know their name, but I don't have their um, account number or their Venmo s- screenshot. So what I do is I go ahead and I type their name in and there's like three of them. And I'm like, well, one of them looks like the right person. So I go, I'll just pay this person. But Venmo, normally what Venmo does is they ask you when you've, 
send money to a new person. Please verify this person with their cell number, last four digits. So I go, okay, I'll just guess. And if it's wrong, they'll ask me the cell number. I'll punch it. If it's the wrong person, I'll get the next one. Because we're really only two that look really like the person. So I went and typed it in. And for some reason, they didn't ask me the phone number. And I sent them 500 bucks. <laughs> it just went, bing, out of the account. 500 bucks to a total stranger. I didn't know at the moment. I thought I, I sent the money. I was still bummed they didn't go to the right place. And then I went back and I went, realized, oh, crap. That wasn't the right person. I sent $500 to a complete stranger who had a name of someone that was at LashCon. So I thought, okay, I look up. Venmo says, you can't send money back. You can't reverse money. I thought, oh, I'll just cancel the, the cash. Like, I'll, somehow I can reverse it. It's like seconds after I sent it, maybe a minute or two. And they're like, nope. Once you send money, Dutch looks so disappointed to me right now. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about this in front once, of all our smart cookies. Yeah, once you send $500, any money, it doesn't matter the amount, and Venmo, it's gone. It's out of your account. I went to my account. Yep, there it goes. Five hundred dollars is gone. I just paid a complete stranger, and I'm like, oh, this is so sad. And I'm like, oh well, maybe, maybe this person will have a conscience. So I sit there and I'm waiting and waiting. And really, actually, I think the same day, this person writes me, goes, "Hey, dude, did you uh, like? Did you send this money to me? Was How do you know that was the voice? Not. Oh yeah, not dude. It probably didn't say dude. It was probably like, hey, bro. It said, hey, bro. <laughs> no, it's hey, bro. It's just a person said, hey, you sent me money. I think this is a mistake. And I wrote back and said, yes, it is a mistake. Thank you for writing me. And I was like, can you reverse it? And you know what they did? <laughs> I mean, this is this is where the lesson hopefully will come out of. No, that's not where the lesson's well, going to come from. Me, for me being dumb and not verifying things and not really doing my homework and trying to take a stroke and just do things quick. But... This person, after writing me back and and asking, and I is verified, this is this a mistake? Yes. Can you send back the five hundred? I forgot, and I went away, and I came back the next day hoping to see another DM saying, "Oh, no problem, man. I'll send you back the money." No, no, they did. They deleted their account. <laughs> they deleted their account because they thought I'd come after them for the five hundred dollars. It was like you know, some guy on the street. You're walking on the street, and I drop a hundred dollar bill. Someone behind you picks it up, and goes. Is this your hundred dollar bill? I'm like, you're like, yes. Yeah. And they run. <laughs> They're like, oh, thanks. And then they talk off down the street. You're like, wait a minute. You just asked if it was mine. And you said, and I told you, and you ran. You, you, this person deleted their account. Next time I went on, said this account has been deleted. I'm like, oh my gosh, they literally five hundred dollars was worth for them to delete their account. Okay. Let's hold that outrage for just one moment. Yes. And let's go back to how this happened in the first place. Okay. You want more to investigate in journalism right now? Yes. I have a lesson to talk about. Yes. But fine. Okay. Yes. So okay, how so, did this happen? Well, I kind of explained What, what do you mean you guessed the phone number? No, you, I didn't guess the number. What are you talking about? No, no. You just, I don't. No, no, no. You don't understand. You're like, I don't know. I'll just put in any numbers. And if no, it's wrong. I didn't guess. They didn't even ask me. Normally... With Venmo, and I've done Venmo a ton of times because of LashCon. Send a lot of money through Venmo. It asks you if it's a new account. It'll say to verify that this new person put in their cell number, the last four digits. I So I was counting on them doing that because I figured... So that didn't happen. It did not happen. There was no... So you didn't guess? And I, just I like- couldn't guess. No, because there was no four digits. By the way, I wouldn't guess... I would well. I would have put the number that I had for this person. Okay, so explain to me how you took a shortcut. My shortcut was that I just tried to pay someone on Venmo when I should have. You just, didn't know their name. You're just like I did t- know their name. I should have called them or DM'd them and said, "Is this your account?" 
And they would have said, no, it's not my account. I don't have that account. And I'd been like, oh, okay, sorry. I guess I found another person with your name that looks like you. <laughs> uh, Anyhow, anyone who does Venmo knows Tuss never uses Venmo. That's so true. You don't really. I've I, used it a couple of times. A couple of times. Anyhow, I'm the idiot, though, because I'm the one who sent $500. Yeah, yeah, day. you are the idiot. Yeah. So yes. anyhow, so here's the thing. What was sad, this is the type of stuff I look at, and this is where I have empathy even on someone who literally takes money from you and runs, is I actually felt bad for this person. Okay. I felt bad. And the reason why I felt bad is that, wow, stealing $500 was worth more than doing the right thing. It takes more work to delete the account, maybe set up a new account, which you can't, I don't even know if you can use your old information right away. I don't know. It's just a pain to me. It's just a pain to do that. Set everything back up just to take $500 from someone. I mean, that's not, I mean, no, that's it, good amount of money. I mean, I, I, I feel bummed because, you know, that's not like, that's not like no money, but that's not like life-changing money. It's not like I got $500 and my life changed. It's, it's not, it's just not. It's, it's like, oh, wow, nice, um, maybe I'll buy a nice little outfit or maybe I'll go to a really nice dinner. Before you know it, the money's gone, right? It's, it's, it doesn't stay. I mean, I doubt they went invested and they'll say, you know what? I got $500 40 years ago, now I'm a millionaire. Well, can't we create a situation where maybe they were really desperate and God knew yeah. that you could afford to lose $500? Yes. And for and example, nice, nice that money... It's gone to a good cost. Maybe it's paying for their cost. medical bill. Maybe it's feeding a hungry family. I hope so. I hope That'd so. be nice. But at the same time, it got me thinking about really in life in general, how we tend to always want to take the easy way. Mm. We like shortcuts. Mm-hmm. We like when little things like, hey, $500 fell on our lap. And you know what? No one's looking. I'll keep it. Mm-hmm. And it happens throughout our business. And it really is a reflection of your character. Yes. It shows I, a, a real weakness, I think, in the character. So we love Survivor, that show, right? And yes. one of the things that's great about Survivor is that people want to go on it because they want to see what they're made of. Yeah. Like when you get put into a, a tough situation, what what do you have in your tank? I mean, can can you push yourself? Like, you know, really, what are you made of? Yeah. And I read an article somewhere that was like, you know, what's a good character test? Um, do you put the grocery cart away after you've been shopping? It's just time. It's just convenience. Yeah. Do you make that effort to take, you know, a, a 30 seconds, uh, 60 seconds to take that cart back, put yeah. it, it's kind of, it, it's, it, no one, you're not going to get arrested if you don't do it. No one even think less of no you. No one even think away. of you, no. you know, um, but what do you do? Yeah. It, it, is it a mark of your character or not? And so in the same way, like, what are you made of? It's like, if those situations happen, does that give you cause to take the money or yeah. do the right thing? I think that what happens here is people have very short-term thinking. And while I looked at this person, and maybe it was really a desperate situation. If so, that's even, for me, I feel better about that. But if it's just an everyday person, like, oh, wow, $500, wee You know, and they go off and buy an Xbox or something. You're just like, okay, you don't believe enough in yourself that you can make that money and earn it in a just way, in a way where it reflects on you that I earned this, I got it, I built this, this is mine, and I feel good about versus ill-gotten gain. And then you say, well, this is a bonus item that I got to go buy this thing because someone accidentally gave me $500. I think it reflects a lot on you, like, oh, well, so you don't really believe you can make money. Like, you don't even believe that you have, the future is not bright enough that, like, this is $500 is nothing. Like, 
I'll, I'll, you know what? Look at me five, ten years from now, and I'm going to be making this money like in an hour or a couple hours. Or I, I believe so much in my my future and what I'm doing and investing, and I'm going to not make shortcuts in my life to help speed that process up because I believe in a long version that I'm playing. I'm playing the long game. I'm not playing the short game. And too many people are playing the short game. Too many of us, and we're tempted all the time to do this. And when I mean it's like five hundred dollars, and you know, well, how's this relate to you? Well, people. Just look at your what you're doing right now with your business. Are you cutting corners everywhere to try to get to that next level? Or are you just being patient and diligent, working hard to get to that next level, knowing that this is a game that's not going to be like one year, two years. If you want to be a millionaire, you want to make a lot of money, it could take 5, 10, 20, 30 years to get to that destination. Well, can we talk about what some of those scenarios might look like? Yeah. Like, Okay, what do you mean? Are you cutting corners? Well, I mean, like, for instance, right now, if you're just a lash artist working in your salon, there's a lot of little things you can do short and cutting corners, right? Don't change the sheets. If you have sheets or blankets, you'd never change them. Like, you or maybe them you don't sanitize. Yeah, you don't sanitize. Who's going to know if you wash your tweezers or not? Yeah, really, I'm just, I'm, it's easy to just, nah, I'll just use them again. Or maybe I'll just spray them with... Um, some alcohol or something like that. Um, I mean, you could do things where you cut appointments short. You're a little tired, and you're like, you know what? This client never complains. I'll cut her 10 minutes and let it go. Or you make someone wait for you. You're always 5, 10, 15 minutes late, and, but it, seemed, it hasn't really bitten you yet. So you just get lazy, and you let things cut. Corners. Maybe it's in your paying your taxes. Maybe you find ways, you know, because you t- start telling clients, I just take cash. And then you underreport your, your income. Because it's nice getting cash now and not having to pay it all, right? There's so many ways. Now, let's say your product line. Well, I mean, you have to do quality check. You have to make sure the product's good, but maybe you stop doing a 100% quality check. I know some companies, a lot of companies, check all our tweezers. Maybe you stop checking your tweezers because you know, I'm not going to test them. We'll just deal with it. Maybe if you're a trainer, you know that you could update your training, but you don't want to because it takes work. You need to update your points. You've learned some new things. You haven't decided to update because it takes work. And you're like, I don't want to go through my keynote, my PowerPoint. I don't want to update. I just want to keep making money. Or maybe you start offering trains online that you know aren't really that great. It's just you know that you could sell it because your name has a little bit of cachet, and you can sell your online training. And you just go ahead and you start training. I actually know someone I talked to recently who's a really good big name, and she's highly respected. And she stopped selling certain stuff online because she just said, you know what? I'm not really into it. And I just, if I'm not into something, I don't want to sell it. I can make good money on it. I wasn't given a bad product, but she still felt like it wasn't true to her. It wasn't what she wanted to be really connecting herself to selling. So she decided to stop selling it. And I was like, wow, you're playing the long game because you're finding things that bring you joy, work that makes you money, but you're not just doing it to make a dime. You're not just saying, I'm just going to do this because it pays my bills. No, you're going... I am building something that I can be proud of, that I feel good about, that I'm 100% excited about. And if it takes me five more years to get to that destination, so be it. But I'd rather do that than just take the quick change, take the quick buyout, and sell something real fast just so I can put some money in my pocket. Right. Now, I just want to take a minute and say you might have ruffled some feathers. You might have offended some people. I'm sorry. Well, here's the thing. It's like we're all human beings with feet made of clay, meaning that we're fallible and that we're broken and we don't always do the right thing. Yeah, including us. Yeah, we have failed to hit (laughs) the mark many many, a time. Okay, right? So the thing is that from here on out, go and sin no more, right? (laughs) Go and do the right thing. 
if you have a desire to be the best that you can be, call yourself out and hold yourself out to that higher standard. And when it's in your power to do the right thing, do the right thing. Even if it's costly, even if it's painful, even if no one's looking, even if no one's going to praise you. It's called integrity. We're talking about integrity, something that is hard to find. People, what is integrity? Integrity is like you do the right thing even when no one is looking. So I had this moment. We went to a Christmas concert last night, and one of the singers was just amazing. And at the end of the performance, even before the end of this performance, many people just shot up out of their seats and gave a standing ovation. Now, the singer was incredibly humble and, like, turned around before he could even, like, look at the audience. And I was looking at the people that were standing, and I'm like, they're honoring this man for this amazing performance, but yet he's so humble that he didn't want to see it, right? And I thought, they're doing it to honor him, but he doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want to take he that. He honored rep. the orchestra. He honored, yeah, he did. He turned around and honored the orchestra, which I thought was amazing. But if you felt like that was amazing enough to stand up for it out of everybody else and be, you know, be awkward, you know, nobody else in the aisle is doing that. They needed to do that because they wanted to honor him, even if it wasn't recognized by him. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Like if you do something like nobody is there to watch you put that cart back or nobody's going to be there to, to make, make sure that you, you drop one on the ground and you know, the right thing to do is put it back into the sanitizer. Right. You know, do you just, you know, brush it off because no one's looking and put it into the clean stuff. Right. It's doing the right thing even when no one's looking. It really is. And that is a quality that's not easy to develop. And one of the things I found that helps you have that quality is always remember you're playing the long game. You're playing a game that's five, six, seven, eight, ten years from now, not something that's just going to happen in the next month. If you're just playing for the money now, take that 500, right? Steal it because that's the best you can get. That's so lucky. Like you're playing in the moment. You'll know what five years is from now. Screw five years. I I get 500 bucks. I'm keeping it. But if you're thinking the big picture, you're going to say, I'm better than this. I don't need this 500 because I'm going to make my own money. I'm going to build my own business. I'm going to build my own lash empire and I'm going to kill it. And I don't need to step on other people to get there. I can do it on my own. I'm smart. I'm capable. And I'm playing this game long. I'm not falling for all this short change crap I see online where people are promising you tons of money in a short period of time if you just take their training. Not true. Stop falling for that crap. You've got to realize you're building something that's going to take time. Anything worthwhile takes time. And it's hard, and it, and it takes disappointment, and it takes doing the thing that no one else wants to do, and it means going to work when no one wants to work. But in the long run, you're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to be proud of how you got there versus doing silly things like stealing money from some idiot who sends the cash to shortchanging your guests to selling products that you don't want to sell, but you do it because that's what you're supposed to do to make money to maybe selling online courses that you hate or you realize it's not even that good. It's not really useful to anyone. At the same time, by the way, you could be doing those things and be killing it because you have taken the time. You do feel good. You have done the research. You've done the hard work and you're playing a game that may take longer than anyone expected, but you'll be better off for it. Right. And another way to do this is to maybe have the mentality. I mean, we want to do the right thing because we want to honor God with our actions and our, and our heart attitudes, having the right ones. But you could also do it from a point of view, like do it that your children are watching you, yeah. do that your children are watching you from the future. Yeah. <laughs> and they're saying, this is how my mom was. This is how she did her business. How yeah. did she conduct herself? 
she did the right thing when it was hard to do. Yeah, I mean, it makes me think of a story on Nas Daily. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but that's not his name. I forget his name, but he has a thing on Facebook, Nas Daily. And I love this guy. Um, he's a Palestinian Israeli, and he shares stories around the world. He used to travel and do this every day. Now he has a base where he works from, but he still makes these videos, and he shares stories. He did a story on the FTX guy. And if you aren't following the news, but FTX found bankruptcies, basically stole billions of dollars from investors, big ordeal. It's, it's a real nasty mess. And he oversaw that. And I remember Nas Daily doing a story on him like six months ago before this all happened, saying what a loving, kind man this is. He is trying to give all his money away. He's doing this all for charity. It's not his money. He, he is a, yeah, <laughs> it's not his money. He's, a, he's, he's a, one of the most virtuous men he's ever met. And he, he goes on praising this guy like crazy. And then just, what, a month or two, whenever this happened, this blows up. And also, this guy's a crook. He stole billions of dollars. This is like Bernie Madoff kind of territory. Really bad, bad guy. And he was out there taking the praise, playing a short game, because he was thinking, I won't get caught. I'll be able to steal. I'll be able to take all this money and invest it over here and make more money off it and then give it back to the and people no I stole. And no one will know. He's playing a shell game. And he got caught because he wasn't thinking, how can I build a company with long-term results? I'm going to build a company that is solid, that has um, integrity, that doesn't do anything shady, and I'll just build this slower. And the problem is that company grew, grew really fast because he was doing things not right. And that's, I think, what in a smaller way, what we're dealing with. I mean, Lashcon was a perfect example. I mean, the first two years, we made no money because I was playing a long game. I knew that five, six, seven, eight years from now, I will make a good salary. But I'm not going to shortchange myself and bury and sink this event just so I can make start paying myself amazingly in the first year. It wasn't like I tell everyone, no, look, guys, I'm not paying for anything. Everyone work for free. All the speakers and all the, not the speakers, but just all the, yeah, the vendors. Yeah, pay for your own stuff. We're all, not paying for your hotel. We'll, we'll promise you the future. Vendors, you'll get paid some amazing in two years from now. Which this stuff happens where people promise future riches and they take advantage of that goodwill and then they never take care of you and they never pay and then two years later they find another sucker that they can say promise some riches in the future right and so that's not what i want Lashcon to be that's but this ftx guy he did do that he absolutely shortchanged and stole billions of dollars and thankfully in this case he got caught but there are a lot of times people don't so i know a lot of people are like well i've never been caught that's fine i mean i understand you can play this short-term game and win but I think on the long run, one, personally, inside for yourself, you're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to feel dirty. You're going to feel like you've kind of cheated the system. And I do think more times than not, people do. It does catch up with them. I think so. This only Some so Some people long. believe in karma. But some yeah. people will say, you know, it's going to catch up with you. Yeah. You know, you're going to get your comeuppance. Yeah, and we don't believe that. But I do believe when you do – when you have short-term thinking and you steal and you cheat and you do little things that benefit only you – the word gets around, right? Eventually, people start picking up on it because you can't lie and cheat and steal forever. Like, I had one friend. He used to lie about everything. I think I've shared this before. He literally, everything he told me, one day he came to me and said, I gotta tell you, I'm so sorry. Everything that I've told you is a lie. So I, I can't even, the trouble is, though, I've told so many lies. I, I He doesn't know what's true anymore. I can't tell. He doesn't, yeah, yeah, the weird thing, it's a very bizarre anomaly of a I'm person. sure you've met people like that. Yeah, but everything in his life was a lie and he didn't know that it was and or couldn't tell what the difference was. So I want you to 
build a business you're proud of, one that you look at yourself and feel good about every aspect to, through and through, and that you, you said your kids will look at you and call your you blessed. kids will look at you, call you blessed, say, oh my gosh, my mom did the right thing through thick and thin. Yeah. That is the best feeling That's the, the legacy. Think about that as your end game, you know, yeah. being around with your grandchildren and great-grandchildren and them honoring you for being a woman of, of great character. Yeah. So if that person is still $500 right now, just listen to this whole episode, please give it back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not listen to our podcast, but that said, it's okay. We will support that little setback it's not the dumbest thing i've ever done it's up there but it's i not have the to dumbest. confess that when you told me that the first thing i thought of and i don't think this as i'm coaching myself oh, anymore okay. yeah. and i was like okay well you just lost 500 dollars. i i get 500 dollars. <laughs> you <laughs> get 500 yeah, to go blow. 500 so you can go buy more more mm, stuff let's see i could get my nails done yeah. like three or four times let's see yeah i could get some botox yeah. What, what, hey guys, what would you spend five hundred dollars on? Uh, not the lesson that we want to learn. No, no, I know exactly. <laughs> I know, and, and the other thing is that it's not your money and my money; it's our money. Yes, and I know well, this is actually company money. It wasn't even my money. Oh, I, this that's is, this is the Lash Cast Productions. Does yeah. that mean I'm not going to have lash supplies? Like five hundred dollars worth of lash supplies? No, no. It just means I have to. Be careful and not. We have a. We had some profit this year. Not a lot. But we had some profit. So that's like five hundred bucks. <laughs> it came. Out, yeah, our profit was just lost in that one thing. No, it was a little bit more than that. But that said, we just lost a little bit of our profit. So we'll survive. Right. So. Well, I guess the lesson to you is make sure that you verify who you send the money to. Yeah, do that. Okay. Yes. Make sure, and then also reevaluate your best practices and, and make a commitment to yourself if you want to improve your character and be a good example for your community and your children and yourself. Yeah. Choose to do the hard thing. Yeah. Choose to do the right thing. Take the high road. Do the hard work. It's not sexy. It's sometimes, Most times it's not even fun, but it does pay off in the long run. Yeah, and... And don't beat yourself up if you have been doing work that you're not proud of. Yeah. You can change that. It's completely within your you power. You can change today. You and all you do is boom, change. I'm done, I'm changing, and uh, you can take a, a, a different path. Yeah, I would encourage you to talk about it with somebody like your partner and say, these are the goals that I have for myself in this here on out. This is what I want to do. Yeah, I'm done. Or share it with us. Oh, my gosh, I'd love yeah. to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Reach out to us. We always love to interact with you guys on our DMs. Let us know. Have you, have, you made your, have you made a change right, something you want to do? It's not Lashcast podcast anymore. It's Lashcast. I am. All right, guys. That's it. I think we're done. We're good? Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been great hanging out with you today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Coco Melon Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 